The cost of college across the nation is skyrocketing. It makes me want to quit school. Why? Because I can't afford to, and the thought of that many school loans makes me sick. Post-second day education. Often this is the next step for high school graduates in their life journey, but it is a costly decision that may affect students in the future. What well, is student debt? Is student debt for a title too much? Or is it justified and fair? And how do we prepare people to face the financial challenge that is college? The answer to these questions next in the 15,000 Miles to the North podcast. College is where high school students can grow into adults through trial, effort, and perseverance. This is a stage of life that helps develop oneself and build long, meaningful relationships with other people. But in fact, it also helps in securing a better future. Although it cannot guarantee it, it facilitates them. What do I mean by future? I mean jobs, I mean careers, and almost even a lifestyle. Like, I remember my parents once said that I will not be able to apply for my dream job, which was to become an astronaut, without a college degree. And I asked them why. They responded by, it just the way the system works. So after doing some research, I could see that my parents were on the right track about that. According to our University of Virginia Statue Demographic, written in 2019, it says, Jobs requiring a master's degree are projected to grow three times as fast as jobs for people with only a high school diploma. So between 2016 and 2026, the jobs requiring a bachelor's degree will increase by 10%, master's degree by 17%, and a PhD by 13%. This is caused by so-called degree inflation where employers are taking more applicants with a college-related degree than those without it. Most of us can agree that a post-secondary degree is beneficial for the future. However, not everyone can agree that the cost of attending one of these institutions is fair. Most of the college costs come from tuition fees, and that has been continuously increasing throughout the years. In 1988, an in-state student attending a public institution for four years paid about $3,190. And for a private nonprofit institution, the price is about $15,160 for the same amount of time via a CNBC report. Let's compare these past numbers to the present. A four-year public institution tuition fee is about $9,970. And for a private institution, oh, wait for this one. $34,740. Wow. That is a huge increase, and that's excluding other fees like meal plans and housing. This makes the idea of taking a student loan almost a necessary aspect to have a post-secondary education. On average, a student owes about $32,000 in student loans. Wow. With that in mind, I wanted to explore how other people felt about this. So I decided to go out and interview some students. Eventually, I was able to interview my TA, Izzy, 
who is an out-of-state undergraduate student at ASU pursuing a career in astrophysics. When I asked her the question, should the price of college be lowered or is it justified? She said. Man, they're expensive. College is expensive. Um, and you know, and if you're not like a genius, um, and if you can't get a merit scholarship, like, and, and you're not, you know, um, qualified for financial aid, like that's it. You're done. Like if I wasn't, if I didn't have the SAT scores I did, I would not be in college. There she said it. Those two words that stuck with me throughout the interview. Merit scholarships. When I asked her to elaborate on that, she said that the sole reason she decided to enroll in ASU was because of the full tuition scholarship they gave to her, which sparked a question in me. Where does the university get its money to cover a tuition for one student? Where do scholarships come from in the first place? This brings me to my next point in this episode. Are the current costs of college justified? Before answering this question, we have to understand why is tuition and other fees rising in the public and private sectors? Tuition is one portion of the money that a post-secondary institution gets. However, a public institution like Arizona State University gets its money from the government. In recent years, the government has reduced spending on higher education, forcing public schools to increase tuition to maintain themselves afloat. In the private sector, these universities get money from donations, and the idea of a reputation is somewhat proportional to the funding they receive. So, how do you build a reputation? According to a book released by the Harvard University Press called tuition rising, it says that it depends on the quality of the education, student life, modern facilities, and the most significant reason, scholarship aid. Reputation for both the private sectors and public sector is key to attracting students, which brings revenue to the college, which could explain the higher pay for notable professors, more emphasis on the newest equipment, and student scholarships, and therefore, increase in tuition. However, even with colleges spending on scholarships, many students still end up with a considerable amount of debt, either because of the student scholarships do not cover all the fees, like housing or meal plans, or they do not qualify for certain requirements, like let's say having a low SAT score, or because they do not have a US citizenship. Students that fall into the international student category, like me, are the ones that have issues with scholarships, as most require a citizen or permanent resident status. Because of this, I decided to interview an international student to see what they thought about this. So I had the great opportunity to interview another Canadian student, Edwin, who is pursuing a degree in engineering. When I asked him what he thought about the price of college and the issues with scholarships, he said, uh, I probably also want to see some, some just more opportunities for scholarships, especially for like international students, because 
we don't really get a lot of those. So like, we're pretty much kind of stuck to those painting ourselves. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely a lot more opportunities for the for scholarships for for international students too. Just like Edwin, I have a very few scholarships that help me pay for the cost of college, like the New American University scholarship. However, that is not enough to cover for the living costs and meal plans, which forced me to take out a student loan about $21,000 to cover all of those fees. So what are some solutions to resolve the student debt crisis? One would suggest that we should have free tuition colleges where tuition is charged through taxes like some European countries. However, that method has its pros and its cons. The pros is, well, students will not have to worry about paying so much debt right after their studies. A con would be that the tax, we don't know how much the tax increase will be. And maybe the tax will be too much for some American families. And some will not realize the importance of having a free college and the importance of it of where it comes from. The other solution is to create more scholarships for all people of all status, low income and international students from businesses or from the institution itself. At the moment, we as students cannot resolve the system just yet. So at the moment, we should focus on lessening our debt by lowering variable spending like too much shopping, uh, fast food, entertainment, as much as possible, and apply to as many scholarships and jobs until there's a significant change to the collegiate system. Now, let's just hope that the pandemic gets better and we can return safely to our schools soon. That's the priority, to return to our schools and go back to the normal that we all enjoyed. So with that in mind, I am your host, The Big O. Thank you for watching this episode. Hope you were informed. And I will be leaving until the next episode.